Hey, all right, Governor. How are you this week? Doing all right? Yeah. Well, I'm slightly frazzled. I'm. Uh, I was slightly cooked over the weekend after my jaunt to the beach. Oh, I got caught that. out in the hot sun, thinking that it wouldn't affect me, and I burnt my neck and my feet and my legs. <laughs> You're looking a little bit beetrootish, like my old yeah, man. A little bit. It's back of my neck. He's a bit. Look. Oh yeah. oh yeah oh yeah yeah no it's good fun on the beach and i had a nice greek mythos to uh enjoy. it took me back and i think the dray barrels enjoyed that that was yeah. fantastic i mean i was jealous of your jaunts up to um the babbling brook or whatever it's called. <laughs> dripping springs <laughs> yeah dripping springs and um i thought yeah. oh i'm not gonna be outdone <laughs> not gonna be outdone well, he's having a bit of a jolly up. I uh, took it down the beach and it was well worth it. As you can tell from the video, it's a lovely day. So it, it was me and, and Steve Nose kind of watched it together in the back of the car. We were driving to a brewery and you just released the, the beach thing. And we were fascinated. It was lovely just talking about um, Game of Thrones as well. And uh, did you spot the deliberate? There was on the Instagram I put, did anyone spot the deliberate mistake? And I don't think anyone has. Do you know what? We were so consumed by the breweries, I haven't really looked at it. So what was the... Can we have a big reveal right now? Well, oh. it was only when I watched it back that uh, I said that the governor and his wife were on tour. And of course, it's the ref. <laughs> but haven't I done that a couple of times as well? I called you the ref. I think the sun, I told you it was getting to me and... Yeah. Now I kept walking around in circles, which was making me fucking dizzy. But it was. Um, we were like in the back of the car. We were me and Steve were like and we were starting to feel a bit sick before we got to uh where was it? Well I recorded uh, I recorded two, you see. I recorded one where I was up in the dunes looking down on the beach, like from a fixed point. And then I got to the video and was like, cheers like usual. And then I done that thing of forgetting to give it a rating. So I tried to add it on at the end, and I just yeah. thought, what is this thusness? It was just complete bullshit. So I got annoyed with myself, and I thought, oh, I'm going to just do it on the fly and have a walk round. It was brilliant. It was nice to see you out and about, away from the garage, you know, somewhere different with the sunshine. Well, like me, you know. I had it on my um, my personal pole, you know. I am, I am got one of those. That's one of those, um, uh, what do you call them? Selfie sticks. Selfie sticks. Selfie sticks. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. Um, selfie sticks have got you know the market cornered, but what about a personal pole? Hey? I like it. I like it. I've never heard that phrase before. Yeah, I like whopping out my personal pole on the beach. It's fun. Maybe not. I mean, you could pa <laughs> patent it. Can you patent it? Yeah, maybe. One of those. You wouldn't want to have it out too long on the beach because you might get it burnt. No, no one wants yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, like my noggin. I did that the other day, but getting your personal poll out, look out. Yeah. Maybe a couple of comments. I thought you had a selfie stick, but you got your personal poll out. That's I don't like it. <laughs> That's why I have to go to the secluded part, you know. It's for special. <laughs> special member right, let's let's jump the show on. Let's I, go okay so we normally do our usual segment called i've got some beer news for you 
and I, I yes, actually. Um, it's your turn. <laughs> that's only fair. You did it. I thought you did it two weeks in a row, but maybe you did it once. But here we go. This is an interesting one. A Finnish Finland brewery is using goose poo to make stout beer. Uh, poop, as they say on the article. So, and they have a wonderful photo of a Canada goose backside showing. Three so. of our favourite things there. Stout, <laughs> geese and shit. Yeah, I didn't even pick up on that. A good old uh, honk. Goose honk. Goose yeah. honk. Um, a bit of a gaggle and uh, and stout. What more mm. could you ask for, right? And, and poo. <laughs> so... Uh, the craft industry is known to get get creative, fiercely going where other industries are afraid to, as we found out with pizza beer, pickle beer, that mustard one, which I haven't uh, actually acquired yet. So usually means new ways of brewing or tasty, unique beers. It can also mean things getting a little weird. Yeah, that's for sure. Infusing, you know, they talk about chicken inspired brews or cereal brews and stuff like that. So... This Finnish brewery is called, it's called a Finnish microbrewery. Uh, it's called Wasted Potential and the Imperial Stout. Sorry, that's the name of the beer and it's Ant Brew. So um, that's all I have. But so what happens? They, they get something out of the shat then, do they? So what it says, really, they don't go break it down too much. It does say it's very safe to drink and it goes through a lot of screening, but the poop is used in a food safe way to smoke malt and create a unique stout beer, according to the announcement from Ant Brew. Well, uh, I'll let you try that one first. Okay, well, you're probably closer, aren't you, to Finland? Yeah, but no, I'll, <laughs> get, gonna... I'll get you a special one. <laughs> Keep one for my. You wait for their. You, you wait for their spunk sours. They're going to be knocking it. So. <laughs> oh, good grief! You're oh, dragging it down into it's made the from cabin. good. Made from good Finnish semen. <laughs> good, good brisk Finnishman. <laughs> they eat some shit out there. They have that fermented, disgusting fucking fish in a tin that normal people around the world just completely. It's like eating puke. And they eat it as like a delicacy. It's fucking vile. It does seem that way. Those those um, what do you call them? Scandinavian countries are big into that. And I think there's there's not so you see so many cooking shows on like going to India, going to Spain, going to Italy. Very few on the Scandinavian countries. There's a few. Rick Stein goes there now and again, but not much. You know, um, I have not yet to see one from Yorick's neck of the woods on uh. The Netherlands, but yeah. it's basically they they kind of uh, the goose droppings are gathered from the local parks where the geese are causing messy problems. So it's trying to clean up a little bit. So they say yeah. that reminds me of um, there was a, one of the most expensive coffees in the world, if not the most expensive, is coffee beans that have been digested and shat out by foxes. I heard that. I mean, what sick fuck comes up with this stuff? Picking a, picking a peanuts out of poo? Come on. In my case. Stop <laughs> good, isn't it? For a laugh. Or something special would charge a fortune for that. Oh, and, and those mugs fall for it, didn't they? Oh, I 
they what do. are you drinking nescafe oh no i love a lovely fox shit brew followed by a goose honk shat stout it, you know well, i think with these these mixtures with these breweries which is great because some of the flavors they come out of these you know fantastic but the sour scene i see it heading towards vegetable territory soon and how do you feel about that i mean oh, i'd love a fucking <laughs> a lovely you got a collie sour <laughs> lovely <laughs> lovely florette head on it <laughs> we try to mimic it like like the uh, coffees you know we tried to go for a kind of a novelty head and we did a cauliflower <laughs> <laughs> a cauliflower guineas <laughs> well, well i asked yorick i took a, one of those uh, our dutch friend one of those pizza beers into work for him and i asked him the next day how did you feel about it he said mm, i kind of like didn't but i think if you were because I kind of told him what I thought of it and he said to me if you hadn't told me that I think I would have liked it so oh. so we kind of put courses it off. Courses. it's a the, the central European palette is maybe more refined than ours who knows maybe I don't know uh, but then we get then be we'll be heading towards like a a lovely parsley drink <laughs> parsley sauce <laughs> where does it end <laughs> well, if it was like my auntie's parsley sauce, it'd be very watery. So I'll go with that one. Yeah, I like parsley sauce, but as a sour, mm. <laughs> it's getting into pickle territory there. Yeah, you are pickles. I can understand it a lot of ways because yeah, it's meant to be popular. And... Yeah, people love the taste. This, don't they? So definitely, but pizza and cheese. Anyway, Governor, give us your beer. I've given us some news. Yeah, so I've gone this week. I had one lined up uh which i'd got from home bargains which was a, an ipa but when i went on the it was a bit of a false advertise uh it's not from a particular brewery it's like uh it is from a brewery obviously but it's like a home bargains fronted brewery so it's uh you can't find anything out really about where it's properly brewed right or right who does it it's like they're doing craft beers for home bargains because the craft beer scenes in do you know what i mean we've had a few like that haven't we yeah so there wasn't much information on it at all so i just thought i'll stick that in a mini one or just say what it was like you know when i have it but they're pretty low end to be honest so okay, okay. i couldn't be bothered to go back outside to find another one so i just went to our indoor fridge because we've got two one outside and my beers in and i've gone because yesterday was um british beer day saw that uh, i've gone for a british staple john smith's oh yes wow i was waiting until we'd have that gem from tadcaster come up you know from the tadcaster gang yeah very, yeah very lovely so, part of the world so yeah, john smith brilliant. is a is a very popular it um, is beer over here bitter it's a smooth this is a, a draft pour smooth pour um it's got like a the emblem for john smith's is like a a magnet but it's also like the gateway of their fact of their brewery but it looks a bit like a magnet on oh. the 
I thought he was a horseshoe all these years. Maybe well, you are, I but I think it, it echoes when you see the actual brewery. It echoes the gate, the famous family gate. So maybe oh. it's that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's from Tadcaster uh, in Yorkshire, and this is very popular drink in the UK, especially. They do transfer it, it worldwide, but it's very popular. The actual brewery, the Tadcaster Brewery, was formed in 1758 and is the longest, longest serving, oldest brewery still running, is what I meant to say, in Britain today. So it's still going. Um, slightly different who, who owns that now. Um, but yeah, so yeah. it's Smith's. Yeah, you're right. The widget yeah. in the tin. I know. I love a good widget. We don't you see them as much as we do. Pray silence. Let's have a listen. Sounded a bit runny, that one. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> we can tumble in then. So let's get a pour on. I've gone for a regular glass. I love to drink bitters out of a glass like this. If I had a Smith's one, I would have poured it in that, obviously, but just gone yeah. for the plain. Okay. Uh, much like a Guinness can as the ping pong widget inside to create the rush and give you the the, the nice pour and the head at the end even pour so you've got to wait for the settle it's just under yeah. a pint well this is classified as like a bitter right yeah 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 it's uh well they call it an ale but it's yeah it's a bitter it's a proper english bitter sell them in Every pub in Britain, pretty much, you get a Smiths. We're going back to our rugby special back in March or February, whenever we did that. Um, I've done the other beer, which is like its rival, which is uh, the Tetley's, you know, a good good working man's drinks proper. Yeah, it always just reminds me of the North, you know, John Smith's and, and you, you obviously remember the old Peter K. John Smith's adverts, right? Yeah, before, do. but before... The John Smith, uh, the, uh, John Smith is a very rich history with the Draymond of the world, of course, delivered by horse, Shire horse and carts for many years. Yeah, so it's kind of... Oh, there we on. go. There's, there's my okay. one. Get a taste on. So it's a light. I mean, my light in here, this end. Yeah, but this is actually a, a pale type of bitter. That looks really dark on camera. Yeah. But it's a lot paler from where I'm sitting. Yeah. Head on it. I mean, really, it's almost like it looks like a black Guinness, but it's not. It's, it's pale, isn't it? Just I got the light. So, oh, it's a certain scent to a Smith's. Oh, lovely. Here we go. Oh, it's been a while for me. <sighs> lovely. Very lovely. And before you open yours, it's a light, light bitter. It's like I said, it's served in the pubs. The reason that I think that they're so light compared with some of yours over there is because they want you to drink more of them before you become drunk. Sensible. Get some money. So that's all, all that. Well, it's only a light beer. You know, we don't. it doesn't cause problems or it doesn't cause people to be drunk. Well, no, not if you have one or two. But if you're, if you, if you're not drunk, you're going to keep drinking and keep drinking and the money's going to keep coming in. Old Johnny Smith from the 1800s, he added on, didn't he? <laughs> so it's it's a 3.6 percent. Oh, okay. One, one of the lowest ones I've done recently, but yeah, 
Man, that's and some drinkable long. beer. That's so what have you got? What have you got for us, referee? Oh, okay. What's the Texas so, Taft got any satchel yeah. this week? <laughs> so I did kind of make a little bit of a promise, if you recall, last week um, that I would do a stout this week. Yeah. So for all you P. Lewis's out there, all you Philip Evans, the Man Mountains out there, I am doing um, Prairie Artisan Christmas Bomb. I'm doing a Christmas beer, of all things, a Christmas stout, Imperial Stout brewed with spices in yes. June. <laughs> now, just a bit of background, Dre Barris, before he cracks it open. As he said, he had a nice bit of sunburn the other week when he was uh, planting some pampas in his front yard or something like that. And uh, this week he's had no air conditioning. And I think it's muddled his brain. <laughs> well, I went to the Growler Exchange this uh, today for the coach's birthday. Me and him went for a lunchtime drink. And I, went, and I said I promised I'd do a stout. And he pointed this one out to me. He said... This is fantastic. I always try and get it for the guys at around Christmas, but they've got them on all year round. So why not? You know. Well, you yeah. bought that this afternoon. I did. So it was. I had one lined up. I'm going to keep that for another day. And I thought, let's just do this today. So I picked yeah. it up today. Well, happy birthday! Before we go any further. Oh, actually, no. I'll let you pour it, and we can do. A oh, okay. We we'll do a cheers to the coach. Um, he is supposed to be joining us on one eventually, but he, he's had a lot going on right now. Um, so he's gonna, he did promise me it'll be soon. So there's my pour. It's not a full one because it's a 11, is it 11%? No, 13%. Oh, fuck my old boots on top of those few pints you've had this afternoon. Oh, look out, look out. Oh. Um, and it does smell. It does smell of Christmas, like mince pies and stuff like that. I can smell those spices filtering through. So Christmas in June, right, barrels. But anyway, before I sap, let's have a cheers to the coach. Happy birthday, Mister Coach. Happy birthday, Mike Burns. Cheers. From the ref, the governor, to the coach. To the coach. There you go. Happy we'll birthday. see you soon for a bit of shenanigans. That's for sure. Yeah, when we do that one, we've got to have a three-way split. So on the old Instagram, it would be a third. Definitely. And that's otherwise, what I... otherwise, if you're two of you are next to each other, I can handle you having a drink with a guy, but in your yeah. flat, I think, hang on, there's something going on here. I wanted, and that's why I was thinking, if two of us, and I think it would just be more fun to do a three-way split screen, right? And yeah. yeah, it might be a bit shorter because these Zooms kind of cut you off a little bit if you do three-wayers. I enjoy a three-way, yeah? don't get me wrong every now and yeah. again, but it's always pretty quick, isn't it? It's it's pretty quick, you know. <laughs> uh, our other our other third wheel, another guys that we do, are separate from the Drayman, he likes an excuse. He, he gets dressed up for it, doesn't he? He makes the effort, but oh, for him, yeah. he likes to get his business done within 15 minutes and move Super on. fast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's too quick off the mark for our liking. We're we're a bit as stray men, a bit a bit slow, steady kind of gentleman in a way, and we take our time. You know, we we work right. it a little bit, but yeah. You've oh. either got something to say or you haven't. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. You actually wouldn't think I'm honest here. 
I would not think this is 13% at all. That's how smooth that is. You know, it's a good, it's a, just a traditional stout. It's not too thick. Um, and it does taste of Christmas. So, oh, uh, wow. and almost like gingerbread a little bit as well. You know, kind of a sweet, it would be good as a dessert one. Like we talked about. Any Brussels week. in there? Since we were talking about vegetables earlier. A few Brussels for Christmas. I don't know. That's a good idea. Hey, uh, if Martin House, you could be missing a trick here. Brussels sprout for Christmas, eh? What about that? A Brussels sprout stout. Who's that? What? What? Who's the brewery behind this one? Oh, so this is Prairie. If you recall, Dre Barrels, a couple of weekends back, I did a sorry, a couple of podcasts back, I did um, uh, one on this podcast called uh, Weekend, and oh, yeah. with all those little guys walking along, the cartoon one. Um, oh, the YMCA one, yeah. Yes, yes, the YMCA, and it's the same people, and you can kind of tell a little bit by the artwork, kind of oh, a little yeah. bit Simpsons. Oh, the Christmas, Mrs. Christmas. Oh, oh yeah, you know, and they are, where are they out of Oklahoma, I believe, and I talked about Oklahoma City, so I'm not yes. going to go into too much detail. Um, I recall now. It harkens, it harkens back. <laughs> like the fire side of your oh let's not go down that road again <laughs> i enjoyed that i think we should just do one off camera just talking about shit like that <laughs> it, it'd be in the um what do you call it the uncut segment straight it'd be, yeah, it'd be um Dray, draymond's law mm. go down in legend so so yeah. let me give you a bit of this let's have okay. a little whiff of uh, smiths yes please john Smith's Yorkshire Smooth Ale. Mm. Talked about Yorkshire a lot. Biggest county in Britain. Proudest county in Britain, I think. Seems well, I don't know about that. But yeah, they're very, very proud stock. Proper, no-nonsense type of people. And Tadcaster is a small sort of town, if you like, uh, which is just northeast of Leeds and sort of between halfway between Leeds and York City, which is just called York. Uh, and so it's on the southwest of York. So it's pretty much in between the pair of them. Um, and Tadcaster, like I said, is a, a small, smaller uh, town, but it has three breweries. Samuel Smith. They are, right? with, they are within half a mile of each other so three big breweries you've got a cause brewery yeah you've got the samuel smith brewery yeah which is the tadcaster brewery get to that in a minute yeah and we've got the old john smith's which um has moved over and is now actually a heineken factory because heineken have taken over the running of john smith's to send it global um so they're all within a short space of time. So if you was in Yorkshire, what a place to visit. <laughs> Especially if they've all got a tap room or a or a pub, you know, you could have just the three three breweries and there's a few pubs in the town as well. But um no, big big brewery place in the middle of England, if you like. Um as I said earlier, the actual Tadcaster brewery was set up in 1758. But in 1824, John Smith was born. 
and he um, was quite a talented young fellow, done a lot of different things. And in 1852, at the age of 21, which doesn't actually correlate on their website, but that's what it says, because he's actually 31 or something like that. Anyway, when he was young, <laughs> a young man. A whippersnapper of a lad. Yeah, he bought his own brewery and put his family name on the gate and history was made. Wow. That's just put, yeah, John. And then he just called his beer John Smith's. Which was, you know, (laughs) he beat John Smith's. He beat straight. You know, he beat our mate Darch to the punch there. Oh, definitely. Uh, And then in 1886, his uh, nephew, Samuel Smith. Oh! Yeah, they are related. Uh, <gasps> Mind blown. Took over the Tadcaster Brewery, releasing Samuel Smith beers, which you're a big fan of. Yeah. I and, uh, they're beer. still going now, and they're the oldest running independent brewery in the UK. Got you. Yeah. Um, you know, without there's no big conglomerate behind them. Um, so yeah, they interesting place. If I get it, if uh, I am shocked, I did not know this until this moment. That's a big reveal, Dre Barrels. A big let, reveal. Gosh, let me just see. There's a there's a there's a quote that I wanted to say. Here we go. So, um. It says, welcome to John Smith. This is where we champion everyday, ordinary folks that are actually anything but. Because we know that these guys, just like our beer, are only ordinary by name. Oh, I like it. I like it. How old is that quote then? Because it's a pretty old theory. I mean... So a few, I mean, he's he the only ordinary band name was a John Smith quote himself. Yeah, wow. So, is, so are, is the brewery itself still run in the family? I mean, that, that's no, there you go. If I hold that up on screen, oh, there see, it that's is. the gateway, the Ted the gateway, which looks like to me, yeah, echoes the, the uh, magnet type thing on the front. So maybe it is. Maybe a little, maybe a little, but not 100%. It's a bit skewiff on the can, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> so it's more of a magnet, I think. But hey, probably. I mean, I don't know. It. I could be wrong. Maybe they did it that way. Maybe they just utilised that gate image and just made it their own on the can, you know, as artists do on these cans and stuff like that. But maybe you're right. Wow. So it's... um. I, I got to be honest, I'm pretty shocked by that. I did not know this. And I've talked about Samuel Smith's a lot as well. And that's mind blown. Now, it's interesting. John Smith's, you can't, I think I found it once over here. It's very hard to find, you know. I've only really had it over in, in Britain a lot. Samuel Smith's, you can find them all over the place here. So it's strange. I think that. The difference between the two is Samuel Smith's got a bigger range. Like the beers for John Smith, you've got draft in a can, which is the what I've got, the smooth pour, or you've got original without the widget, and then you've got the cask on tap. That's it. 
just limited. Yeah, they're not fucking about with anything else. And the reason that, you know, they're so successful with just those two mainly, because the cask is, yeah, pretty much the same, is because they, it's a recipe that people like. Like, you know, um, they don't I, need to tweak it and fuck about with it. And it's always there. It's not like beers that we've talked about before where you drink certain beers in the 90s and whatever happened to them. And like like I said to you, I found a couple of cans of Red Stripe and things and I hadn't seen them for years. But back in the 90s, loads of people were drinking them all the time. But with Smith's, is always the same. Always there. Yeah, it's always like, um, every pub. Yeah, like Woodpecker Cider. You don't really see that. And I always remember back in the day and maybe yeah. even before the 90s, that was all over the place yeah. but you don't see that anymore i no. did see bex the other day incidentally which i hadn't seen in a little while mm. but i get a big beer in the 90s but it's kind of going back to that thing i i did that brazilian beer uh shingu the other day and they only do the two beers the the golden yeah. one and the uh, and the black lager and that's it there's nothing else and they've been going since the 80s yeah, sometimes they spread. Sometimes they they panic these breweries and start spreading themselves a bit thin, trying to bring out all these things. And yeah, you know, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. You know, and it's just one of those. I it mean, is. Guineas they have got other ones, but if you ask Joe Ordinary on the street, um, they probably wouldn't know the name of their lager. You know, it's yeah, so you're right. But, you know, it's uh, this beer itself is is nice tasting. Like I said, it's light. It's I like it. It's, it is a proper British drink. You know, there's definitely it's a yeah. bitter, but it's only a slight bitterness at the end. It's just a pleasant drink. It, it, it's malty as you'd expect. Um, yeah, and yeah. It's, there's a bit of caramel flavour there, but otherwise, it's just a nice. It's a good standard no drink. Yeah. You know, go down the pint, a few pints, a few games of darts, games of pool, something like that. It's a standard drink, you know. And I used to drink I used to drink a bitter a lot. You know, when we went out, I'd drink Guinness. So if I weren't drinking Guinness, I'd drink bitter over lager. I changed, didn't I? It was always lager. You did. You did. Yeah, you're right there. It was always the bitter or the Guinness. And it's, I, I tell you, uh, it's kind of interesting as well, is like, we talk about John Smith's and I can't really find it over here. What you can find over here a lot, similar kind of vein, is the Boddington's Pub Ale. Yeah. Now, you find that everywhere. And I've had a lot of Boddington's since being here. And Newcastle Brown Ale, incidentally, that's very readily available. But it seems like the John Smith's hasn't the really Boddington's is on the same line as this. Definitely. It's very low. It's under 4%. Yeah. And that's a nice, creamy Manchester drink. It's lovely. Um, but yeah, it's representing, you know, I suppose when you've got like Manchester and Newcastle, they're the bigger cities around the UK. And people have heard of them from America, you know. Yeah. No, that and makes sense. That and, and around the world and, you know, something like Manchester, the football teams and Newcastle they've got fans all around the world like manic fans so they would drink beers associated with their football club or from that town the Tadcaster they have got football and they have got like rugby teams but it's a smaller place so you can understand really but 
And it's like um, the other big one, which is uh, notorious in history for uh, craft beer enthusiasts, is uh, a Burton on Trent because that's where the first IPAs came from. And that's kind of a, I don't know if you've been, I've been there uh, once. And there's a bunch of breweries there as well, Burton Brewing. Um, there's also the bigger ones, like there's a big cause factory or something there as well. So there's a few little breweries, but that's where IPAs were invented, apparently. So that, and that's a small place, you know, that's not a well-known, it is in craft beer scenes, but if you said to the Joe Blogs down the street, you know, um, Burton on Trent, they wouldn't know. Yeah. And just, when I said about Bakewell, Bakewell, was talking yeah. about one of the breweries there, and I think there's two breweries in that little place, and That's and then tiny. of course you had the bake the Bakewell tart as well, all came out of the same crazy, isn't it? These little, little small little, places, little, yeah, exactly, definitely uh, incredible. So what what else? Right. So uh, yeah, I, I've talked about this brewery before, but I'll give you a little spiel, you know, just to refresh the dre the dre barrels minds. I was going to say the dre men's minds, maybe both. <laughs> the dre men's, the dre barrels, the wandering dre man, wherever he is. Apparently, there's a delivery on its way to me today, but oh, he's been out again. <laughs> so oh, for that storm, there's a storm coming over here. Oh, yeah. are you getting one? Oh, yeah, we have one. They're talking about a big thunderstorm any time now. And it started to rain a bit, so. You need it. You, you don't get, sto I think we get more storms than you because it's so bloody hot all the time, but. Um, you don't I get don't... stormsy though, do you? You don't get stormsy. You don't get that stormsy music. It's my favourite. <laughs> I like to download the stormsy. Eh? <laughs> if you know what we're talking about. But hey, man, sorry. Shut up, man, shut up. <laughs> I've never listened to Stormzy in his life. Apparently Alan Bennett likes him. But anyway, uh, welcome to the world of Prairie Artisan Ales. Like I said, they're out of Oklahoma. Is it uh, Oklahoma City? You know? So uh, it's a company started by two brothers and they didn't start it to the lack of uh, good beer or whatever people like to say in the part of their website. We're going to do something that was awesome. We have talent. Oh, I remember um, guys. Yeah, I'm not going to really go on much about them. They have one brewery um, and a tap room in Oklahoma City, and they they do distribute uh, worldwide as well. I don't know if you've seen any over there, but they are distributors over in in the UK and Europe and places like that. So yeah, they are getting. It's pretty. It's a pretty big brewery. You're always finding prairie beers wherever you go. Um, but yeah, it looks pretty good. If I'm ever in Oklahoma, I'll check them out. Obviously, and they are open every single day. Nothing going on. No events right now. Uh, website's okay. There's not much about their history. I'll be honest with you. I think I talked about this before. But you can kind of look at the tap room and just check out the beers that they have on tap. I kind of like that, you know. It's when we went to some of the breweries in Dripping Springs, we kind of looked at the website beforehand just to get a little idea. And obviously, you saw I went to um, what was uh, uh, the brewery I went to and had the web. Did you see that? I had the Welsh summer beer. Yeah. So that was kind of that's bizarre in the middle of Texas and they got a Welsh beer on. I know that was kind of funny. Um, the beers, 
they weren't great. They were okay, I, it, but it's a new brewery. It's only eight months old, so they're just establishing ish, establishing them. No, they looked impressive little places. I I did enjoy those brief little skits. Get a flavour of the place, you know. I did. I haven't, yet, I haven't yet been to any of these uh, ones that are open around here, but eventually I will. One on thing, a much smaller scale here. Right? Well, that's why I was they going to say, say one thing. Room, the ones locally I'm talking about, not the not around the cities because they've got proper big old things, but locally it's like they've got like two tables and a bump. And that's <laughs> you know what I mean. But you know, we got to go to them, we got to experience them, and they're they're local to me. So eventually, I will get to definitely get out to see these guys and try and get a bit of a bit of a chat going like you have in the places you've been to yeah just kind of talk to the owners and I, and I would say this for them they're always welcoming and they always like the promotion so you just kind of I go up and you know got a bit of a blog going on got a bit of a podcast and they're just so friendly these these people Did they give you, know? you a free drink no but we got free stickers oh wow <laughs> so, got stickers. Oh, yeah wow. we did right get on. Free stickers for our fridges me and uh steve knows so it was kind of uh, cool in that respect so um but yeah and, and one thing is you know you got to understand where you are your neck of the woods it's not it's kind of off the beaten track a little bit so there's not as dog, much, dog right? legs out but i think you going back to you know have i seen those craft beers over here well no i haven't no we've gone through that before where we have where I had a bit out there we have got a craft beer shop but it's limited it's small and i have to order things in but if i go up to bristol cardiff or well i'm actually going up to birmingham this year but if i go to uh, london i'm gonna f google the biggest craft beer shop in the city because undoubtedly there are them and I, i'm gonna enjoy, i'm gonna enjoy going into them and stock up and because I like to, you know, I do buy things on the internet, everyone does, but I do like to pick up and peruse the aisles, you know, compare yeah. and contrast. Well, you know. yeah, and we do want to kind of, when we come over in 2023, it seems a long way off, but it'll soon come around, we are going to make a point to go to the Fuller's Brewery in London. That's mm. kind of top of the list. It's pretty well known. Uh, globally yeah, it's one of my favorite looking places i've driven past that building probably 40 50 times something like that oh yeah. we don't stay very far when we stay up in london well we stay in a few places but if we stay we stay about two miles from there not very far at all so good little bit more than staggering distance but not very far away that's that's fine well, i might just go this year i might just go to gazump you guys do the whole <laughs> fucking tour just completely spoil it me and steve <laughs> knows it'll be like from... yeah exactly <laughs> hey it's plenty in london anyway so and obviously you'll be with us for a couple of breweries when we come over there in a couple of years time but you know we 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 try to find out these breweries we're trying to you know source different breweries and obviously i've been a bit ahead of the game because things are much more open here and you gotta understand you guys are still in some kind of slight lockdown right it's not fully open right now. It, yeah see it's so it another month um the pubs are open but you have to be seated partitioned uh, yeah. table service only 
and they were hoping that on the 21st that was going to be completely lifted but they've extended it by four weeks because of this delta variant that's uh, popped up and just to try and get a lot of young people to get their first dose get them all dosed up makes sense really it does the pubs aren't shut they're open yeah things like theatres and um you know the full opening of being able to stand at a bar again it's it'll be bizarre it'd be weird it is weird and i that the shocking thing has been for probably the last month for me is going into places and not wearing a mask yeah probably like well three weeks i would say i i still take mine i keep it in my pocket but probably this last week for sure i haven't worn my mask once and it's like it's just strange it's strange but it's a happy strange you know it's like i mean the, the job i'm working now the job i had come to a close um working for the covid thing i do have to wear a mask when i visited people in their homes and ppe and all that and but it was like for maybe an hour and then i'd drive to my next appointment and it was on and off all day but the job i've got at the minute is in this one place just in a built particular building and um i have to wear it permanently the whole day it drives you mad wearing it the whole day. Yeah. Uh, especially when it's been hot as it has been the last few days. Oh, oh bloody. Fine man. in the winter. Wearing a mask in the winter is quite nice because it kept your face warm and stuff like that. But, especially um, in the cold of the West Country. Yeah. Oh, those oh, winds. I, I can I, hear it. Now, oh, the wisping of the wind. Oh, it takes me back. When the I, north wind doth blow, then we shall have snow. And I've ripped my winkler all the way home. You're doomed. You're doomed. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to list a couple of beers before we get into our other bit on these guys, if you don't mind. Um, that I bomb is the big kind of standard one. So this is the Christmas bomb. So they do actually one. It's just called bomb. It's readily available, but that's thirteen percent as well. I don't fuck um, about today. No, and it's weird. I actually, I went to the Growler Exchange today for Mike's birthday. We just had a couple of pints in lunchtime. And, oh, um, get a room. Fucking hell, <laughs> we already talked about it. Get a room. Get out, Mike. But no, I was at the barmaid there. Was um, I talked to her briefly, and she was talking about a friend that she has living in Belgium. And she, the friend is always shocked how high the ABVs are over here because Europe in general don't have that strong a beer. Right. I mean, we, talked about, we talked about gold label being and that is a mini bottle there's less in that than a stubby fucker yeah and that was, that's about ten and a half percent and people go oh and if you were drinking like what they call special brew over here that's what eight and a half percent something like that isn't it yeah it's very <laughs> it's like that tastes like a fucking tramp's fucking pants awful stuff I can just imagine a Glaswegian just swigging that back, you know. Oh, super te- oh no, that in Glasgow they would have the super tenants. Oh, we, we oh it is the tenants extra, right? Super tenants, yeah. Tenants yeah, extra, I'd be buggered. And all right, so they do a, a Phantasmagoria, which is an IPA. That's 8%, talking about that. That's on the same level as uh, uh, not te- What was tenants? I can't remember what tenants is. But probably about the same eight and a half, nine percent. Yeah, but I don't know the price range. And they also do a wonderful sour by the sound of it. I think I talked about this before called Rainbow Sherbet. That sounds nice. Oh, you'd like that. 
Maybe I need to bring one over next year when I come over. I think we may be January or something I'm coming, but yeah. Um, so yeah, and weekend, which I had previously. So that's that's the beers they do. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Lovely of that. It is, and it's um, actually, I, I was talking to Steve Nose this weekend, and it's actually his favourite brewery. So there you go, Steve. I can see why. But... Good man, Stephen. Yeah, how are you doing on your pint? Because we could be at that time again. Yeah, maybe in a second I'll be there. Okay. Well, I... Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think... What the fuck? Mac! Are you back? What happened? Fucking... Are you back on? Oh, yeah, we're recording. What the... Power cut. I told you a storm was coming. Fucking hammered down. It, it's been, how long was that? 25 minutes or something? I think so. I think it was, yeah. Suddenly, everything went. Then, of course, the internet went, the router. Oh, shit. And, and it's I stopped have, now. And now. I can, I can hear it. It's moving, excuse me, moving away. But I thought, oh, geez. dray barrels are not going to have a good bloody time because they won't get me again. But it's back on now. We're quite trying to be more streamlined, Dre Barrels, where we actually pause it rather than chop it together and hear a bunch of shit in the background and chop it together. But I, do you know what's throwing me here, Governor? I don't know where we ended, so can we still make it an hour? Uh, I kind of do, but I think we probably only have like 10, 15 minutes left. Well, I think we give enough on our beers. I think it's yeah. There. Yeah, so oh, we've got to get. I've got to get a prop for this. Okay, you got you got a prop, and I will find our usual <laughs> segment, Ray Barrows. Oh, it's not exciting, if anything, but you know what the usual score is. Oh, you! It's drags of the week. Um, yeah, we better get on with it in case it cuts the bloody power again. So my <laughs> drag of the week. I've been trying to think of something that's a bit different. All right, all right. My drag of the week is the letter D. <laughs> Were we on Sesame Street? Uh, well, I've got the golden D of the Drayman here, just to illustrate what I mean. Now, the alphabet, the English alphabet that we all know and love and use, some of us in the correct manner, some of us just invent words, but all of the things, we have a, a small letter and then we have a capital letter as illustrated here by the golden D of the Drayman. Right. D isn't, the capital D isn't correct. What do you mean? Well, if you have a B, I mean, I can't do it because it will come out reverse on here. If you have a letter B. Yeah. You start with a straight line, you head out in front of you. And then if you want a capital B, you do another one on top, right? If you have a C, you have a small C. And then a huge great C. Yeah. If you have an E, you have a like a hook, but then the E goes in the same direction. If you have a D, you start with a circle and then a line, but then the actual capital D faces the opposite way. What do you mean? The small D faces to the left. Okay. Uh, and a capital oh, yeah. D faces to the right you're right you're right it's not right you know we you're should right. be having this should then become this so b would be like this and b is that way 
and D would be like this, and then the other D is that way. Correct. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's a drag. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? A small, a small drag or a big drag gets on my nit, it gets on my tits because they're different. I'm trying to think. Sorry if there's a, a bit of noise in my right now, and I could be my drag, but my child is a wild child and he's making a bit of laughter in the background. Deal with it, Dre Barrows. You know the score. But oh, you should be dealing with it. Yeah, I hey, I'm having a word, yeah. Yo, sunshine. Hey, hey, mankey. Hey, mankey. Hey, mankeys. Hey, look, we're parents, and that I that could be my drag, but it's not gonna be my drag. But no, I'm just trying to think if this. Have you gone through the entire alphabet and investigated this? Is there? Is there another letter? A. What about A though? A is like this. No, because A then splits. So A isn't really going one way or the other, is it? No, not when it not in a capital A, no. But okay. no, there isn't. I don't think it's like having an F and you're going one way with an F and then on a capital F you go the other way. It wouldn't but a D, D gets away with it. I like your thinking as a drag. I like your thinking. That's uh I've never ever even thought about that in my life. Where does it come from? Where did it originate from? This drag. It, it originated with me looking at the word drag and thinking I haven't got one that's different to road rage or ultra violence. And then I thought, oh, hello, the D's ran the wrong way. Maybe we need to mix up these drags a little bit. I'm going to start thinking outside the box a little bit from now on. Going grammatical. What is my drag about this bottle, you know? I think my drag about this, but no, I'm not. Okay, I've got a drag actually about that bottle. But so it's a bit of fun this week. Exactly what you've picked up on, I thought. Let's do something a bit random. The letter D. I like it. I like it. It's a rogue. Yeah, it's like a rogue. I do what I fucking want, Alphabet. It's like a road comet coming through, right? Oh. Let's just throw it out there. My drag's a bit boring. Well, it's not boring because it was a source of annoyance for me. Well, that's what it's about. So what was it? It was the AC packing in, in our apartment. And we're getting into the height of summer in Texas. So it was like uh, 30, our AC unit year is, we're dependent on it. We're in a third floor apartment right now. House is being built and all that, but we have to suffer all the heat rising, as you know. And yeah, it was just pretty crazy. And they put in a new AC, but the, the drag was, we had to move out of our apartment for a night at a hotel, which cost God knows how much. Um, my wife has expensive tastes, um, but <laughs> there we go. But yeah, it's it's just like you know, it's it's not something that's a problem really in the UK, right? AC isn't so big. And he means uh, air conditioning for for people that are thinking it was half of ACDC, just to make sure. Sorry. <laughs> I've become an American. We're not all dudes from Texas, man. We're not all making our fortune searching for oil like you are. Some of us need to know what the, the no that technology is. Yeah, you're right, and I sorry, I apologize for that. But yeah, AC units, air conditioning. Um, I think Steve Wright sometimes calls it AC units. So 
there's probably a, not much of an excuse there, but we do abbreviate. Oh, for our middle-aged listeners, they'd know exactly what you're talking about. There. <laughs> but for our, <laughs> but yeah, for our, um, but yeah, I guess like Americans abbreviate everything, like the Welsh, we abbreviate or shorten names down so much, you know. All right, Mac. All right, Matt. You know the kind of thing. So, <laughs> like, fuck. But yeah, it was just demo. Like demo. That's that's not very short, is it? Damien. That is very true. And it's oh, that's a drag as well. People call me Marcus all the time here in Texas. That's call me name. Marco. <laughs> so we're on a Who road. Marcus, oh, oh, it's oil. You should be you should be going under your third guys, the Mako. All right, Mako. Oh, shit, <laughs> then you're in trouble. You my, got any petroleum or gas? Some <laughs> my very wealthy twin brother. Do you know what? I looked that up and I could not find Mako. <laughs> what happened to it? It's still going. Is one of the oh, you had Mako and you had Mirko. Or maybe I did. I forgot about him. We disowned him after he made the millions. Oh, Mako. Yeah, I mean, when your mum, she had Mako Marco. <laughs> Whatever. So Mako. Mako, that's right. We were triplets. <laughs> I was the only successful one in the family. Wow. Uh, and then we had Ollie. But there we go. <laughs> what went wrong? Ollie, he's, he's actually more shaped like a barrel than us stray barrels. You could roll him down the hill. And he's probably, he's, when he's more redder than the governor is right now. I'll tell he you is. that for nothing. He is. He's, he's lobster-esque. He and, is in nature. But anyway, that's my drag, and you've had your drag. Are we going to rate our beers or what? Yeah, I'm going to sink this here now. Smith's is a standard. John Smith's, the smooth tour, the smooth port, as I've explained, is a standard of the British uh, pub culture, pub scene. You can go in any pub and find a nice John Smith's. Um, yeah. Because if it's... Uh, stellar quality of um brewing and also its longevity in the british pub scene i'm gonna go for a nine wow it's a staple Shit. it's a staple of britain yeah and we talk about and especially now more than ever as a british trade and it's one i go to yeah, i'll go to it if i had it in the pub to. you know i do to try go to. to go for a local ale in a in a pub if I can, like such as Exmoor or Dartmoor Ale around here or wherever I am, you know, a nice clam badden brew or yeah, an Abba Air on Ale, one of those. But if if not, yeah, pressure. If I haven't got anything. I'll have a Smiths. I'll have a Guinness. I'll have them. You know, they are more mainstream if you like. But I know what I'm going to get if I want to have a nice pint, and I, I know what a Smiths is going to be. Boom. Definitely. It knocks, knocks a nine. Nine, nine from the governor and it knocks lock, stock and two smoking barrels out of the park, you know, and it probably costs a little bit more as well. But you, you're paying for quality there. But no, that's fantastic. Uh, John Smith's, 
I always make a point when I get back to the UK to have one. So cheers to that. Um, Christmas in June, fantastic, spicy. I really enjoyed it. It does taste like you could be having a mince pie or something like that, which is right, you know. I may have to re-review it when we do our mini ones come uh, um, Advent. Oh, Why the not? Advent, the Advent start, yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's, it's coming, Dre Barrels. So it is going to be an eight. <laughs> oh, prepare yourselves. It's still six months away. <laughs> I've started early. I'm going to wait. <laughs> All right. So it is an eight from me. Oh, Good nice. quality. It's it's not a thick stout by any means, but it's a tasty stout. It's just your normal standard stout that we've talked about, you know? So. Okay. This week, then. We've had some fun this week. Great yeah. Barrels. We have power cuts. We've had some good beers. We've had a fantastic staple of British culture, and we've had a good Christmas ale. So, so that's a lovely week's work. Watch out for the... Uh... I'm not sure where you're going this weekend. If you've got a chance to uh, do a bit of filming anywhere else, I, I don't know what's happening. And, uh, quiet one this week. Quiet one. I yeah. might go somewhere and get my personal pole out and see what I can find. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the personal pole again. <laughs> I couldn't quite see it on the filming, but I've, I've heard uh, it's pretty good, you know. So, all right, I will look out for that, and I yeah. don't know what I'm doing, but well, I'm sure something will crop up. Yeah, Always been fun. We'll anyway, have a nice rest of the week yourself, and uh, good luck to everyone out there, and have a lovely drink, all you dry barrels, and we'll see you next week. Ta-ra, enjoy your euros, folks, and we will see you next week. Ta-ra. <laughs>